Hello, guys, and welcome to the podcast. My name is, guys, Communication 101. Talking about communication, Luke, that's your topic of today, isn't it? Indeed it is, sir. This podcast, after last week, guys, is talking about what a healthy, dependable relationship is, or if you want a quick version, it's a HDR. Um, we're going to be talking this week about why communication, as one of the elements of a HDR, is really important, especially in tough times like these. So my question first of all for everyone on the podcast, well, just us three so far, how important do you guys feel communication is for a healthy, dependable relationship? Okay, so I'll quickly come in. So my name's Jack. Hello, guys. And I think it is... Communication is very important in a healthy defender relationship because without communication, you won't really be talking. It'll just be more of a, a kind of a bit of no verbalness. There'll be no point in having a relationship without communication because I think communication is one of the most fundamental points of a healthy relationship or a healthy friendship. And, you know, you need communication. Yeah, I couldn't agree with more you there, Jack. So what about you, Daniel? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so my name's Dan. Uh, thanks for that, Luke. Yeah, so I totally agree with what Jack's saying. And I think if there's no communication between like a friendship or a relationship, then you're never going to know maybe how the other person is feeling um, or what's going on with them. Like if you upset someone by accident, you totally don't know. And um, you don't maybe tell the person that they've upset you, then there's no real healthy like balance of a relationship there. Awesome stuff, Daniel. Speaking of what you just said, even it jumps onto the first thing I was going to mention, actually. So I know you briefly touched on it, but I was going to ask probably, what do you guys think is effective or ineffective communication? So even if it's just something as, say, hi, for example, you know, I think in times like these, it's important to say hi and make sure your friends and that are okay. You know, just reach out to people whenever you've got the spare time. And times as tough as these now, we're all resorting to social media just for that point of contact. We're all using our screens a lot more. And it's not the same, well, communicating, is it really? Because you can't always see people's facial expressions behind the screen, can you? And I think it's just more important just to be there for them. And effective communication is make sure, check on your friends, ask if they're okay, and just be there for them. What do you guys think? Lucas saying like at this time obviously we can't like see people to face and fit to face to face to face there we go um but I think a way that we can do it is maybe FaceTime people like me and Jack we FaceTime quite a bit um talk about what's going on and I think it has that more kind of um a different feeling just talking to on the phone because we can see each other yes we're not in person but we can see each other face to face on zoom or FaceTime or whatever it is and I think that kind of makes that kind of friendship relationship a little bit more personal when you can see someone we can do it in a little bit of a different way in this time i agree with you there dan and another thing is as well though, about now is communication can be based both ways and sometimes i've noticed a lot uh, throughout a lot of people saying is when somebody doesn't bother to reach out to them that they're going to cut it off from them completely and not talk to them again because they haven't bothered to get in touch with them in this hard time and I feel at the moment, I think everyone's going through the same boat. And I think if people don't reach out to you, maybe reach out to them because they're not comfortable enough to reach out and talk and stuff. And I think, I think cutting people off is the least thing we need to do right now because we're all facing tough times. And I guess the best thing to do is never cut, cut a relationship off straight away. 
Do you get what I'm trying to say, guys? Yeah, I completely understand. I think, like, I think, Bolan, what you're just saying, I think it's always hard to tell if you can reciprocate as a friend, I think, you know, with technology and all that. So if one person's there for the other and then they're not quite the same back to them, it can make maintaining friendships, I think, really difficult. I think, as I put it, really, it's just important to keep those conversations going, even though they're online, just so that you're always there for each other. And COVID's changed the way we do all this. You know, it's not the same as walking down the street anymore unless you accidentally pass a stranger, for example, if you have to give way to them because of COVID, you've got to maintain our social distance. It can even just be the little things as well sometimes just to keep our communication going, really. So, yeah, another thought is, so with communication, though, we're dwelling on, like, how we communicate through COVID-19. But I'd like to maybe bring up ways we communicate in general. So, like, you know, face-to-face talking, that that's obviously a little thing in the past. But obviously there's text messaging, there's emails, there's phone calls, there's Zoom, there's... There's, you know, there's loads of different ways people communicate. And I think that's quite amazing how the world's changed for communication because if you look at uh, communication at a more broader spectrum, like it's amazing how we've evolved from smoke signals to communicate with other camps. And like there was pigeons being used to transport messages. And now we have internet and, you know, it's so easy to just go and type on your keyboard, hello, how are you doing? And send it. Back then, there was a lot more things in the way. And I think it's just beautiful how communication has changed so people can keep in touch. Yeah, I totally agree there, Jack. Like, as well, what you said about texting, I think, like, like these days, you have, like, Instagram and Facebook uh, Messenger that you can just, like, give, send them a, a quick DM and just, just say hi or just say, how are you? And do you know what? Sometimes just that little bit of a text can um, do, like, a massive thing in someone's life because you don't actually know what's going on um, with them until um, you just ask how they are. And, you know, they might just say they're okay. Um, and I found this with a friend. Um, I knew they were struggling. Um, I sent him a text. I left it for a they said there was okay um, and I left it like a couple of hours and then gave him a quick text later on and said are you sure you're okay they said oh no I'm actually struggling but I left that little bit of a gap just to kind of let him think about that little thing of actually he's giving me this chance to talk so I'm gonna just take this opportunity and just get it off and that there I just thought was like what we're talking about health dependent relationships I was I think was that kind of connection of look I'm here kind of thing like that relationship that friendship of you know I'm here you can talk to me kind of thing right that right there Dan I think it's an excellent example of it I think it's just because even though we're all in a lockdown situation once again I think one thing that's still the same as ever before is that it's still important to give your friends some space when they need it you know gives them time to think or just think how they might act you know and speaking on social networking guys actually my next topic was going to be just about how you guys use your social medias. I know you say you text your friends, for example, and all that, but in your personal experience with social media, what are your guys' opinions on using social networking a lot more than you've had to before? So you're saying like using like um, Zoom and things to contact like in that area, is that what you're saying? I'm basically getting that since we've all had to use social media or texting or anything like Zoom or communication a lot more, What's been your opinion on it, having to use it a lot more than you've had to before? For me, like at first, um, obviously I'm a young person, I'm 17, so I already texted and rang people and FaceTimed a lot. Um, But like when obviously um, we had to start doing um, like school on like Zoom or Teams or whatever, it was a very different 
um, atmosphere because obviously being in a classroom and being on Zoom, sometimes you feel a little bit disconnected from everybody. Um, but over time, I kind of got used to that thing of actually there's not a disconnection. Like now we're just on Zoom talking and you can see people. And I think there you feel a little bit more of um, a connection when you can actually see someone. And yes, we can't do it in a coffee shop or anything like we normally do with free, but we can still kind of see each other on that Zoom. And I just think like going on about the social media thing, there's people like random people I don't even know because obviously I share a lot of my um, drum videos. And a lot of people just say, oh, wow, um, I love that drum cover. How are you doing? And stuff like that. And there it just makes me feel a little bit of like that kind of feeling of, oh, wow, someone likes what I've done. And the checking out, the checking to see if I'm okay. And I don't even know this person, but sometimes just that kind of little bit of, them kind of spending the time to send me a quick message on Instagram to see how I am sometimes can go a long way like I said a bit ago uh, for me my social media has changed differently so I, I with the podcast starting throughout lockdown uh, I was kind of used to joining zooms and having talks with people through through zoom so I think uh, in, a, in general that didn't change but I think the big change for me was how I used my Facebook so Throughout the first lockdown, I was very inappropriate with my Facebook and like I just shared random stuff and I tried to be really funny and I tried to kind of be a comedian. And then I've changed my Facebook completely to more professional kind of sharing my, my you know, the podcast, sharing um, bands, sharing kind of music and kind of trying to get people's content out there. So I've changed my whole outlook on my social media because I I kind of was a little bit in, immature on social media and didn't realise that social media is a place to show people what you're doing when you're not at, you're not with them. So people can stay in contact with you. So you can let people know you're starting a new project, starting a new job. And I, I was using it to share memes and jokes, which is good. You know, you, you're boosting people's morale and everything. But I think I realised that Facebook is there for everyone to see. So you need to be a little bit more professional with it. Yeah, I can really agree more there, Jack, because I say like because people have had to resort to social media and that a lot more, it's made more and more people aware of what everyone's getting up to in their lives. So speaking of, well, more technology and all that, and now we've had to use it for communicating a lot more, obviously COVID's made that a lot more difficult, but I was going to ask in a, on a more of a general basis of the HDR is, do you guys think always using technology to communicate with people is healthy? Or do you think there's some sort of drawbacks? Social media and technology for me, because uh, sometimes I work at the internet. So sometimes I can be left about two to three weeks without no internet. So that's like two to three weeks I can't contact people outside of the home. And I feel I work best when I talk to people face to face. And because of COVID and because of everything going on, that's the biggest restriction right now. It's the biggest wall. So I can't do that. So it's good that I've got the internet to do things like that. But I think a big thing is internet and communicating with people it can be pretty difficult so I feel sorry for people who are uh, at least of least advantage than me and are able to get access to internet because I think communication for them would be extremely difficult yeah I totally agree with that Jack I always have a joke with Jack that I have the best internet out of Freedom Road um, and I, I think like contacting over the internet is such a great thing at the moment. Like obviously sometimes I'm messaging Jack, I'm like, Jack, get back to me. And then he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't have internet or whatever. 
But I want to maybe come at a little bit of a different angle with social media as well, that social media can be unhealthy as well in the ways of sometimes, like I do it, that you'll see someone put a post up and you're like, oh, and you're like looking at it and you're like, well, why are I looking like this? Or why have I got all these followers? Or why are people commenting on my purse? And sometimes that can be like the unhealthy kind of side of social media. But I think social media has a great thing of like you said, communicating with people, and maybe even sharing things that can encourage people. But like I said, as well, it's got them little bits of kind of things where even sometimes I followed an account that I've unfollowed now, um, that a couple of times posted some really good stuff but then started um, posting some very inappropriate things and I was like wow and but that can really kind of affect with you with your head because you start maybe thinking about them things and that's where I think social media can be very unhealthy no I can can I like I'll like put a little like open the topic and broaden on that like I agree with you because a lot lately I've noticed people who are, are dealing with like bad mental health will share bad mental health kind of posts on the Facebook. And I know that's letting people know how they're feeling and stuff and they're expressing themselves, which is a good thing to do, you know, never keep your thoughts and feelings inside. But it's the negative side to seeing those things on your Facebook because you can then start, if you see those things, it can be triggering to some people, make them feel depressed in the way. And you, just, you could be sharing bad thoughts and negativity. So I agree with you there, like people need to be a little bit more careful of what they share on social media. So I follow an account, I can't remember what it's called, but I'm sure it's called like a healthy mental state or something like that on Instagram. It's something I can't remember, but they always put on positive things about like mental health and what you can actually do to maybe um, solve or help you, the problem or the situation that you're going through, like mentally or physically. And they put like actually practical stuff that I'm like, wow. And I sometimes have shared things and it's really good. I cannot remember what it's called, but it's some kind of thing of that. Um, and I think when Instagram, when people that run Instagrams like that, put stuff up like that, I think it's so great. But then like you said, there's some that put stuff up that is very kind of, sometimes can make people think actually this is how I feel and whatever it says sometimes maybe actually then start thinking about the things that are on there and I think that's really unhealthy and sometimes that's when you kind of have got the good things and the bad things but I do think there's more positive things to social media now because people like Instagram and Facebook are clamping down on these accounts and these people that are kind of sharing this more unpositive um, stuff. Just another question I'm thinking about like I know well since us three on this podcast today, we're all from, um, have been involved with FRCA for a number of years. And just a general question to you guys and myself really about FRCA, just to evaluate, I think, how well do you guys think we've all been doing, communicating with each other with, or just with Freedom Road? Like, how well do you think we've been doing still continuing the things we've been wanting to do? Like, we've been trying our best to continue things like workshops. We've even started new projects like the podcast, that wasn't even a thing until months into the lockdown and some really good stuff has stemmed. So what do you guys think? I feel like we've not really let it be a barrier. I think we've adapted and in a weird sense, we've, we've joined the careers of too far, you know, the, the, the technology side of things and we've become more, more adaptable. And like, we've got a YouTube channel now, which is called, you know, FRCA podcast corner where we post news weekly, first Q and a sessions, we post simply inspired there. 
And I mean, obviously, we haven't been able to get stuff that out because we can't really be in the studio together and recording that. But that'll be coming up soon once lockdown restrictions go down and stuff. The podcast, you know, that's going amazing. We've got two podcasts at the moment. You know, we really are flourishing with stuff. We're doing quizzes during the week. You know, there's stuff that people don't see that we do. You know, so we've got sessions during the week. Molly runs singing sessions. Jack runs uh, drumming lessons. Dan's been running drumming lessons as well. You know, we've, we've all been doing little things through Zoom still to keep people engaged. And like what Ian says, it's, it's vital that we're still there, even if it's just a message or a, a Zoom meeting to do a quiz about Star Wars. You know what I mean? It's something to keep the kids engaged and to staff fun. Yeah. So like I would say like massively, I think um, as a charity Freedom Road, we've developed to do like the podcast. And then obviously we kind of looked at doing um, the YouTube side. Like I think it was my idea and Jack said a little bit about that. And then Luke kind of came on doing all the video stuff. And yeah, we had to adapt in a way of doing it. And we mostly picked if people's going to be close it was going to be jack and luke because it was in kind of a bubble and we obviously had to work out a way where we could have well obviously was only filming on a phone so we had to kind of pick a them separated enough to kind of film it and obviously um we had to develop to do that obviously it would have been better if they were sat next to each other and things but i think as well like we was meant to be doing a project um I think this half term or a half term coming up, um, it's meant to be a music festival. It's going to be recorded and then put out live. But we had to cancel it because of COVID. And I was really upset about it. Molly was kind of like really upset about it. But we had this backup plan of if this happens, we're going to have to move it to another date. But it's kind of that thing of we went, yep, we're just going to have to move it along. And we're kind of, I think as a charity, we're not really panicking about things because I think we're, as um, like we're saying, health dependent relationships, we all know that we can trust on each other and say our thoughts and kind of um we know that if there's something that happens that like this um like the concert was meant to do we know that we can talk together and go right when's the best date to do it and we know that we can develop and move along and not kind of stay in that kind of worry that's awesome daniel like i think i couldn't agree more really frca has done really well well obviously aside from having to make a number of group chats online and things other than that it's done incredible you know talking to each other um just continue to do our best really otherwise um so on the final eight topics to talk about really so after this podcast or just when the pandemic finally over what are you guys hopes or plans to communicate after this like do you plan to be there more for your friends or to reach out more to people or once we're out of lockdown what do you plan on doing do you plan to see your friends a lot more than you did ever before yeah totally so i think for me over lockdown i've actually made new friends from maybe um meeting a me i like i met someone um who i'm really good um friends with through snapchat and then we kind of started like building a well together on minecraft um and then i totally found out that we we knew each other and i didn't know that and we live in the same city and it was all this whole random thing but i met someone who i went to school with and it's a whole conversation but it's like hopefully after lockdown we can meet we can actually like properly get to know each other but it's that whole thing of just building them them relationships and after lockdown i think like most of us are gonna go and spend time having food and coffee and and like even maybe going to like the bar or parties with friends because I think it's going to be so lovely to actually be able to like for me I've missed hugging my friends I missed having that kind of that deep relation friends friendship relationship with people like I think like with 
you, Jack, we like to give a, a man hug once in a while, didn't we? And I think I miss that because it's that relationship. I think sometimes when you're struggling with something or going through something, sometimes you just need a good hug, don't you? So I think that'll be great when we get, we can get back to that. Awesome. You got any ideas, Jack? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm just going to try and, uh, in a weird sense, reach out more because because of lockdown. I feel like I've um, put a barrier because it's easy now to put a barrier up and not really talk to people as, as, as much because people have got a lot going on. And it's just easy to kind of drift away. And I think, I think now I'm, I'm thinking to myself, when lockdown ends, to be a bit more communicative and a bit more, you know, message people more and make sure to, to not put my head in the clouds. You know what I mean? And get, get out there a bit more because I think it's important. And I've noticed that now more than ever. Yeah, like what I said, um, like I think when we can, it'll be really nice. So obviously at the moment, like we've been saying, we've been communicating to people online, asking how they are and stuff. But I think it'll be great once we can get to that. He's kind of just giving someone a text and going, hey, bro, do you want to meet up for a coffee and maybe talk about how life is and how it's going? I think once we can do that again, I just think that'll be so like amazing. I can't wait for that time to start when we can build on the relationships that maybe we've lost over lockdown. Yeah, agreed. Definitely. Rekindling. I guess that's the best word to kind of describe it. Rekindling relationships, building things again. I mean, because it's like we're talking about healthy dependent relationships in general. If you conceive these relationships as a healthy dependent relationship, surely just this little break of discommunication won't affect anything. It'll just feel like normal once everything goes back to normal, which it should and it will. I'm quite similar. Really. Like, you know, I think you couldn't put really a better well on that than just to rekindle friendships, really, because... Well, in my experience, because I've, well, when I've been to uni the past few years, you know, I've always said to my friends before I went to uni, you know, I'll always visit you in the future. I'll probably visit Newcastle or elsewhere just to meet up with them or catch up with them because it's been so long. But if anything from the pandemic and the lockdown, I've, we've always not been able to do that. And one of the first things I'll try and plan to do is go out to different cities and meet the friends I missed because I know I need to. And I think if anything, that like the pandemic's, taught me really is just time's precious you know you don't want to leave stuff like this forever and things because you never know you never know what's going to happen do we really have you got any more thoughts guys sometimes like you can go to someone and try and maybe talk to them and they're, they're saying they've got this situation that they want to talk about but actually inside they don't know how um they're gonna whoever they're trying to tell is going to react so i think sometimes it's just about maybe just giving them that little bit of encouragement of like obviously i'm here um whatever you say it's not gonna make me upset or offend me if it's something like about you that maybe is going to shock me i might be upset but not about the problem that i'm going to be a little bit upset about that you've been struggling with this situation not being able to feel like you can talk to people and i think once you kind of maybe break down them kind of boundaries that relationship kind of comes together and just give them that time and just every so often if they um just give them a little bit more encouragement and over time they're gonna maybe feel comfortable talking to you and if they're not then maybe try and find someone that you think they will be able to talk to and i think that's the best way to kind of build them kind of like firm foundations of like that relationship and that conversation because you've got I think you've got to have trust for someone to really be able to share their thoughts and their feelings and what's really going on in their life I couldn't agree more right there to finish things off like I think but now speaking of firming friendship foundations and things we're coming towards the end of this week's podcast but 
in the next podcast to come, next week's theme is going to be about honesty and how we think or how important honesty is to a healthy, independent relationship. So we're going to be ending the podcast. I've been Luke. I've been Jack. And I've been Dan. Right. Keep safe, guys. Look after yourselves. And most importantly, make sure you keep wearing your face masks in your supermarkets or anywhere just to keep people well and safe and protected and maintain that social distance. So we're going to be leaving you guys. Thank you very much. Please don't forget to leave us a like, give us a share, and most importantly, spread the community of healthy, defender relationships.